Hey mamas, and welcome to Nutrition for Littles, a podcast dedicated to helping you raise healthy, confident, and independent eaters. I'm Alyssa, your mama in BRD. I'm a registered dietitian and mama of two. I specialize in nutrition and feeding for infants and toddlers. Nutrition is kind of my thing, and I love sharing it. But honestly, the few seconds Instagram gives me on my stories just wasn't cutting it anymore. Join me each week right here as we go deeper and tackle topics like picky eating, mealtime struggles, baby-led weaning, fostering a healthy relationship with food, and so much more. I'll try to be short because mom life, but I plan on giving you real-life tactical advice and answering your actual questions. I will walk you through actionable strategies to help you protect and preserve your child's innate ability to listen to their bodies and eat intuitively. Let's jump right into today's topic. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're having an amazing day before Thanksgiving. Um, If you're listening to this on the day that it airs, today is the day before Thanksgiving. So I hope you're having a restful day before the chaos or whatever your Thanksgiving is going to look like. But I know this year might be a little bit wacko, but whatever you're doing today, I hope it is going well for you. And I hope no matter what your Thanksgiving looks like this year, it at least is going to bring you some sort of joy or peace or connection with family. Um, And I am just going to pop in here to start off by saying I am so thankful for you. I am so thankful for you being here listening to this podcast, for following me on Instagram, for being a part of this community of moms who truly, truly support each other and lift each other up while we're all learning the process, right? And giving ourselves a ton of grace. So I want to start off by saying thank you. Thank you so much for supporting me and for being here. And if nothing else, Thank you as well for being such an amazing mama to your little one. Those kids may not yet know how to say thank you, so I'm going to do it on their behalf because I know I wanted my kid to say nothing more than a big thank you, mama. You're the best for the whole first year of life. And he didn't even talk. That little stinker. All right. So today I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how to have a successful Thanksgiving, but these tips can really be applied to any any holiday event or family event or any sort of event that you might be going with your little one to that you feel like is going to kind of up the anxiety or up the overwhelm for our little ones and just some kind of tips to make it successful. So the first thing on Thanksgiving day typically not always, and it totally depends on your family, but a lot of times we're either cooking and eating all day or meal times are shuffled a little bit. I know in our house, we actually eat around 3 p.m., which is not a part of my kids' normal eating schedule. It's not even a snack time. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. But knowing that we're changing their meal and snack schedule or routine even can be really different for kids. And it's okay if they're not necessarily hungry at the right time or whatever that looks like. But I think some Something that can really help encourage um, them to be able to sit at the dinner table and actually enjoy Thanksgiving meal with us, which may not always be possible, 
but is to maybe give them a little snack. So we want to try to follow their routine as closely as possible, but if we're not going to uproot the entire family schedule to put Thanksgiving meal at a normal time where they'll be eating, no shame if you do, I've definitely done that as well. But if you're not interested in doing that, giving them a little snack, giving them a little buffer before the meal, like an hour or two before, so they're a little bit hungry, but they're not like starving because starving leads to hangry, leads to tantrums, leads to full Thanksgiving meltdown and cranberry sauce being thrown. So we don't want that. But even just knowing mentally as a mama that our little ones are going to be more overwhelmed, they're going to feel the pressure in the room. Typically on holidays, if your family is anything like mine, and if you're in Canada, I'm sorry, this is a little late for you, but use it next year or come the holiday season. Um, But this stress level in the home is going to play a role on how our little one behaves, how they eat, how they show up with their hunger and fullness, and kind of what they do around the dinner table, their behavior. So just know that if your home is a little bit more stressed around this time, around this period, maybe things have totally shifted. Maybe you are a working mom out of the home and your kids are in daycare and now they're home suddenly all day and they're like, whoa, what's going on? It's a Thursday or this isn't normal for me. Um, Things have shifted for them. So they're going to feel that shift. Even if that's not the case and you're typically home with your kids, maybe there's more people in your home or there's more decorations on the table or there's more food being cooked or moms, you know, hustling, bustling around the kitchen or maybe dad is, oh my gosh, I would love it if my husband cooked Thanksgiving dinner, (laughs) but that is a pipe dream. One day he has done the cranberry sauce though. And that was utterly delicious. So maybe I can talk him into one more dish this year. But anyways, All this to say is that Thanksgiving Day, holiday days, event days, birthdays, any sort of event is going to add pressure. It's going to add overwhelm and it's going to change their schedule typically. I know specifically for my older one, it affects his sleep. When he knows there's an event going on, his naps are shorter, he wakes up earlier. It's crazy. It's crazy. I never expected to do it, but it almost always happens. So All this to say, try to keep it to your normal schedule. If you can't, offer maybe a buffer snack that you typically don't do so that they're not coming to Thanksgiving either way overly hangry and um, really going to end up taking that out at the table, which we don't want. So this might be a good day for that flexibility to come into place and offer them that buffer snack. Okay, the next tip is to underfill their plate. Thanksgiving for a typical American, we like to load up our plate, put a ton of food on it. We oftentimes have more options than we typically would. Like at dinner, we might have a, you know, vegetable, starch, and a protein. Well, on Thanksgiving, we have multiple starches and multiple vegetables and multiple proteins, and we have lots and lots of choices. So a lot of times as the mom or dad, we fill up their plate and we overfill it, which can be quite overwhelming for our little ones. Not only too many different choices, but also just too much on their plate. Start small, start with the first plate, two, three, maybe even four options, and then go back for more. And this could be a really excellent time to get them involved in choosing what goes on their plate or what doesn't, especially with all the beautiful colors. It can be really fun for them to choose which color goes on their plate. So keep it small, underfill their plate. You can always, always go back for more, although not too much more because Thanksgiving Day leftovers are the best leftovers. 
Anyways. Okay. So that is a really great tip. The other one is if you're going somewhere or if you're preparing the meal, still keep in mind that safe food. If you're able to bring something to a Thanksgiving that you've been invited to, bring something that you know your child has eaten in the past and done well with. Oftentimes for most kids, this is rolls. (laughs) So rolls were my favorite up until, oh, nope still my favorite. So just keep that in mind, keep it on the table, keep it as an option, still have a safe food, especially on a holiday day. All right, the next tip and this you might see coming, but don't add additional pressure. This is true of every meal that I teach you about anyways, but especially around holidays, they are already feeling the pressure. They are already feeling the atmosphere in the room. So no need to add additional pressure to them, especially if we have, you know, family members there that are guilting our kids into eating things like, oh, I spent all day cooking this. Are you sure you don't want to try my famous yada yada? Why haven't you touched your mouth? mashed potatoes or whatever that looks like. This is not a time to add pressure, which brings me to my next tip is mind the comments at the table. Now, of course, we don't want to police people and be overbearing, but we do and we are in charge of protecting our child and setting up those boundaries. So if other family members are making food comments towards our children, we are absolutely within our rights to intervene and let them know to stick to their own plate, eyes on your own plate, right? (laughs) Um, And let them know that I actually recently did a post on this on my Instagram page. So go check that out. Um, It talks all about family comments um, on your little one's plate and what to say instead. So check that out at mom and me RD over there on Instagram. I talk more about that, but um, that is something really helpful to decrease the pressure. Sometimes it's even more helpful to prep the situation before Thanksgiving or before a holiday to let them know, hey, um, we're going through this phase or we're learning something new or trying something new. I'd really appreciate it if you didn't comment on their body, you didn't comment on their plate. Um, you know, X, Y, Z, let them know what you're doing. You don't have to defend it. We're just telling them, hey, this is what we're doing. Um, If you feel the need to teach them a little bit, absolutely invite them in and teach them a little bit about what you're doing and what's working in your home. But you don't have to. We don't have to defend our parenting choices. We are the best parent for our kids. So the more we sit in the confidence in that, the more people will respect our parenting as well. So just want to lay that out there. And then my final tip for you is do not emotionally respond to your little one. For whatever reason, and I'm sure there's a psychologist out there listening who knows the exact reason, but we are emotionally connected through food, through memories, and holidays tend to bring our emotions to the tip top point, right? We have a lot of memories. We have a lot of connections and new family dynamics and people coming in from out of town maybe, or even just over from next door, or maybe we can't be with family this year and that's driving our emotions really high. Oftentimes it's a mix of all of the above. So our emotions can be running really high. First of all, our little ones feed off our emotions. They feel what we're feeling. They can feel that just like we can feel the room typically when someone is in a bad mood or a good mood or what their emotion stands like. So remember to keep our emotions at bay and not respond emotionally to our kid not eating something, right? That's not an emotional attack on us as a parent or on Aunt Sally. They're just overwhelmed. They're feeling stressed. They don't want to try something new. This looks different and weird. These green beans aren't like mom's green beans. These are different. And that's overwhelming to them. So giving them that grace, giving them that space, letting them know it's okay. It's okay not to eat it. It's okay to just eat the roll. 
and our high hopes of one day having this big, beautiful Thanksgiving dinner with no tantrums at the table. The kids sit there politely, listen to grandpa's stories, talk without being interrupted, no elbows on the table, eating their food politely. (laughs) This will come with time. Okay. This will come with a time. So much of what we're setting up right now, mama, is foundational for them to learn. And I will tell you, having a newly five-year-old in the home, family dinners, are not what they once were with him. We had a ton of behavioral issues, picky eating, all this sorts of stuff. And I will tell you, especially when you work the methods, it becomes more peaceful. It becomes a better place for connection. And it is literally what I teach on my Instagram, here on here on podcast, and inside my Table Talk program, how to set this foundation so that one day we have those beautiful family meals that we picture in our head. Although, Nothing's quite the same as what we imagine, but I promise you it is coming. So with that, I am so thankful for you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope these tips were helpful for you in tackling Thanksgiving, and I will see you here next week. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're walking away with some tangible ways to bring peace to your mealtimes. And if you like this episode, please subscribe and tell all your mom friends. And as always, the best compliment you can give me is leaving a rating and written review. You can find more from me on Instagram at momandmerd. And please feel free to send me any questions or comments you may have by emailing me at alyssa at momandmerd.com. Until next time, mamas. <laughs>